I'm sitting here with my cat in a lazy, beautiful Saturday morning and just having my coffee, sipping my my nice coffee and just going through some TikTok videos. Yes, I'm on TikTok as well now. Uh, and I'm having so much fun and I'm in awe with the um, expertise and everything people have to share. Like I have been listening to such beautiful talents, I'm telling you, from how to make bread, how to make ciabatta, all the way to how, how to deal with PTSD um, symptoms and, and tips and techniques. So, okay, long story short, here I am listening to this fellow uh, he was talking about uh, human suffering and he said he wanted us to just offer uh, his two cents as to why humans suffer, which uh, also was in the like as a background of um, Buddhist uh, belief. And he went um, along this explanation and said, Humans suffer because of attachment, attachments to uh, thoughts and beliefs that we hold. Now, some of them stay with us for the whole life, others we just get on and then off, depending on um, our journey in our life and so on. So, um, we have them because, um, I don't know, society tells so, family says so. The, the, the tribe of humans we live with say so. So we don't even judge why we have them. It doesn't matter. Uh, it is very interesting to realize and uh, get, become aware of this. And this fellow was saying, now, it is interesting because they all are or can be very impermanent uh, beliefs and thoughts. And um, we uh, they, they just, you know, come on and off our life, our awareness, and they fall off our hands like sand some of them so holding on to some of them uh, it, it just causes the suffering because we are trying to uh, conduce life in accordance to this belief or attachment that we are holding to sometimes desperately and um, this fellow went on suggesting um, how perhaps just loosening a little bit, setting the intention, because we don't know sometimes what we're holding on to, that's the other thing, but loosening a little bit the grip and setting the intention of loosening the grip to the thought forms, the thoughts that we have in the belief system, and then we will realize, it's going to take some while, and we will realize how the, the suffering will either show itself to us or simply loosen up as well. And this resonated with me so much. It resonated with me because I have been observing myself recently. What is it? What is it that recently it has been bothering me? Actually, not really such recently, but like, I mean, in the past uh, one or two years, people that I have been um, working with and dealing with sometimes, you know, it. I noticed exactly today, I noticed that their moods trigger me. Now, logically, I have been asking this to myself, what do I care? I mean, with due respect, I like this person or the other people, like I like them all, and obviously I don't want them to be in a bad mood, but how can their bad mood trigger me so much and make me uh, be like automatically sort of in a bad mood? So, 
this is an interesting observation that I had and I just wanted to share it with you. I just closed my eyes for a second and I said, all right, I know that this is because we want to be are surrounded by good energy at work, at the family, wherever we are, and understand that. But, you know, why do I have to observe the people who are in a bad mood? Can't I observe people who are in a good mood? And there you are. I am surrounded by people in a good mood or that have good thoughts and good reactions. And there it was in front of me as I have my eyes closed and I am in a meditative state and I see the toddler and the uh, young me. I am in the age between three to all the way to the age of, I want to say 10, 12, where my family was uh, going through very, very, very extremely tough times. And uh, despite all the love and care that my parents and my grandmother had around us and around the whole family to try to keep us uh, not only fed and educated and loved and cared for, and they did this wonderfully, beautifully, my mom was continuously in a terrible mood. I mean, because of her stress because of her pain because of what was going on in our lives and it wasn't simply I mean uh, just you know hardships it was major hardships because of a whole regime Uh, back then we were living in a communist regime and my family was uh, one of the most uh, prosecuted families with half of our members in jail of of the family in jail and the rest of us deported so that was a dark time for our family and obviously they were very entitled very entitled to be worried to be um in a bad mood and to be you know in in the thoughts of survival and in uh, watch out and everything was difficult so my mom, I remember even, she had continuous headaches. Her migraines were um, continuous, were almost daily. And then she had um, neck stiffness. And then she had so many other issues. And But she still went to work. And my dad, trying to support. And my dad was wonderful, supporting us. We were three young children. So we had this wonderful, wonderful family. But there I was. And I was seeing it for the first time so clearly. As children, we are so much dependent on the energy of our adults, on the emotions coming from our adults. So these adults do not just feed us and clothe us. They feed us with emotions. And we were vitally depending on the good mood of these people on the smiles of these people, apart from their presence. We were depending, and our survival was depending on the emotional availability of our adults. And often it wasn't there because they, poor souls, were trying to survive themselves. They were trying to keep themselves sane and safe and, and, and alive to support us and to be there with us. So they did what they could. This is by 
all means not a critique to my parents because they were wonderful. They are wonderful, wonderful, loving and caring parents. But it made me think, oh my God, the trauma response that this created in me. And I am 50 freaking two years old now. And now I saw it so clearly how for the rest of my life I was reacting to the lack of the emotional availability of every other human around me. Even now that I'm an adult, even before becoming an adult, like the whole time I needed good mood, I needed emotional availability to survive. I still do. We always will. But now that I know, now that I saw and I'm so thankful to me for doing this work and finally becoming aware and I'm so thankful to everything and everyone sharing their beautiful energies with me. I mean, people, complete strangers in TikTok, they have no idea that their 60 seconds TikTok helped me to get to a aha moment. Isn't that beautiful? And I'm so grateful that I finally clearly saw this with a full awareness so that now I know. So that each time I will feel I need emotional availability for my survival, I do not have to have it from authority figures, from my boss, from my husband, from people that I closely work or am with, that I can be my own full emotional availability. Each time I catch myself feel oh my god she's in a bad mood or he's in a bad mood and me feeling that my survival is threatened I now know I go directly to that me and I go I'm right here I'm right here I'm right here and I love you